Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, August the 28th, 2023, and um, hope you're having a good day today. We are starting a new book, the book of Ephesians today. Um, hopefully the audio is a little better. I know last week's audio was a little muffled, so I've tried to adjust some things, uh, particularly on YouTube, so hopefully this will help. Um, yeah, hope you guys are having a good weekend. We are, uh, dodging a hurricane again. So this week will be interesting, not only for life, but also for the podcast, because, um, you know, we, we may have to make some adjustments on, um, <laughs> on the podcast because, uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're watching the storm. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I don't even know the name of the th things, uh, something with an I. Um, it's a shame. I don't know the storm. Um, something, Hurricane Ieda or something. What's its name? Adelia. Okay. Probably, I probably should know the name. That's probably going to, that's probably going to come back and bite me, but I hope not. I hope not. But anyway, so, all right, well, let's, uh, dive into the word of God. Uh, Ephesians chapter one. Thank you guys so much for being on today. Hope you, uh, hope you're ready to, um, let the Lord speak to you today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's go. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. All right. So he's, uh, you know, his, a sent one, um, by Christos Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace and peace, uh, charis and shalom, uh, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I love this chapter, by the way. It's awesome. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms, okay, with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Now, remember, um, Ephesus was a very spiritual town. Uh, the temple, Diana, uh, Artemis was there. Artemis was there. I mean, uh, so very uh, religious and pagan city. And so uh, Christianity uh, was competing with a lot of pagan ideology and religion. And so you can imagine these Christians uh, being converted out of their uh, paganism um, had a lot to learn and had a lot to struggle with to overcome. Uh, and so... But Paul is just reasserting here that Christ has blessed us in the heavenly realms 
with every spiritual blessing. So not only in the physical realms, but in the spiritual realms, the unseen realms, Christ has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Verse 4, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Predestination, right? So what he's saying is that before any God, he, God chose us to be in him before the creation of the world. So before he ever created the world, he chose us to be in him holy and blameless. Um, that's God's desire for us, to be in him, to be in relationship with him, uh, to be um, made right with him, to be in fellowship, community with him, be in, 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 Christ, in God holy and blameless. He, God pre, pre-chose that before the creation of the world. In love, so what is the motivation for his predestination? Love. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glory and grace, which he has freely given us in the one he he loves. Wow. So is predestination a biblical concept? Yes. The question that often arises, and I think this passage um, speaks to, it does not say that we were predestined for individual salvation. In other words, God didn't just look at, you know, a crowd of people and said that you're saved, you're lost, you're saved, you're lost. I'm going to predestine that one for salvation and that one for damnation. That's not what this text suggests. This text suggests the means in which we will be saved. Namely, he predestined that those who would be made right with God would be made right um, by being in him holy and blameless. That the way persons would be made right with God would be adopted through uh, sonship through Jesus. There's great comfort in that, that God had a plan before the creation of the world. Like before anything was ever created, God had a plan for how he was going to adopt us and reconcile us. Even before the fall, before there was a problem, God had a solution. Come on. That's a great promise for you today. Whatever problem you're facing, God got a solution for it. Before there's a problem, God's got the solution. So, we, you know, here we go again with a hurricane. Look, I don't know where it's going to hit. I hope it hits in a place where it's not populated. I really do. I mean, we, we, it's just, you know, it's heartbreaking. But I do know this, too. I know that God's got a solution even before the problem. Circumstances surrounding your life, circumstances surrounding your, your work, your future, God's got a solution before there was ever a problem. Come on. Yeah. You know, we, 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 got, some, we got some things going on with... Uh, uh, my, my wife's got some things, some uncertainty with, with her, her work and kind of the future and what's going to happen there. And, um, you know, and as many of you deal with, everyone deals with this. Um, but you know what? Before, God, before there was ever a problem, there's, God, found, God has a solution. Before we ever realized there was a problem, right? So be, not only before there's a problem, before we ever realize there's a problem. Because that's usually after, right? Usually there's a problem before we realize there's a problem. <laughs> there's a lag time there, right? But uh, what, a, what, a, what a great promise that before we even, before there was ever a problem, and we're talking about the biggest problem, which, our, which was our separation from God, before that was ever even a problem, before that was even created, God found us, had a solution. And that solution comes through who? The one and who he loves, Jesus. 
in him, that is Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. Hallelujah. He lavishes his grace on us. Aren't you glad? I hope you feel that today. You may, you know, this world can beat you up, beat you down, beat you around. But I hope today you remember that God has lavished his blessings upon you. He's given you forgiveness of sin. He's redeemed you into his family. You have all the rights and uh, benefits as a son and da or daughter of God. Hmm. With all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure. So through, through um, uh, with all wisdom and understanding, the wisdom that the Spirit of God gives, we are able to see this. We're able to see what? How God has reconciled the world to himself through Jesus and how that's been his plan all along. Through supernatural wisdom and understanding, God has made that known to us. We've been, that's the mystery of his will. The mystery of his will is that he was going to adopt us into his family. Um, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. So God's bringing, this is the same kind of thing that he talks about in Colossians. Everything is created for him and by him and in him, all things hold together. And this whole thing is, is, is leading towards um, sitting under the authority of Jesus. And so right now we have the, we can willingly put our lives under the authority of Jesus. But when at the consummation of all things, everything will be put <laughs> by mandate under the feet of Jesus. Uh, but it's all, make no mistake, it's all headed under the feet of Jesus. <laughs> um, that's what he said. He said, um, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to put into effect when the times reached their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. Verse 11, in him we were chosen having been predestined according to the what plan of him who works out everything in conformity with his purpose and will. Nothing gets by God, man. Nothing gets by the Lord. Nothing is outside his perfect plan. He has taken everything. Come on. He has taken everything into account. Nothing inches by him. Nothing slides by him. Nothing has he not seen or... or um, are discerned, every thought, every action, everything. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined. You've been chosen and predestined, friend. You know Jesus, you have been chosen and predestined. According to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. In order that we, who were the first to put our hope in Christ, might be for the praise of his glory. Mm. So Paul's talking to people who literally were among the first to receive Jesus. And he says, we were, we were, we're blessed to be among the first to receive Jesus, and we will be to the praise of his glory. And yes, they are. We're still singing the praise and thinking about the early church and their walk and devotion to Jesus. And, our, and people who come after us will think about our faith 
and we will be able to inspire the next generation. Mm. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing. Come on, anytime, man, God give you something guaranteeing it, you can, you can bank on it. It's going to happen. But he's given us the Holy Spirit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession through the praise of his glory. Yeah. So what is he saying? He's saying, man, you've been given, so you received salvation according to this beautiful plan that God had from before the creation of the world. But in the meantime, while we're living out this adoption of sons and we have all the benefits, spiritual blessings right now, but we also have this deposit, this holy, the Holy Spirit that is in us that is guaranteeing our future inheritance. Mm. It's like the Holy Spirit is, uh, is the one reminding us of who we are, but also reminding us that it's, this is just a taste of all that's going to be ours one day. Praise God. This ain't all there is, friends. This ain't it. This life is good as it can get, and there's some blessings in this life, man. You know, yesterday we were out at the beach, and we had a dozen or so baptisms, which was awesome, but it poured rain, man. It <laughs> We've dodged it so many times with those beach baptisms before. Well, we got caught in it this time. But, um, but you know what? It was beautiful, man. Baptisms are beautiful. And you know what? We went, we went ahead and did it. Probably wasn't the safest thing. Uh, you know, <laughs> lightning and thunder was not wise. But, you know, it was like, we're all here. We're ready to do it. Let's do it. We, we all got in the water, man, uh, and did these baptisms. And um, it was a beautiful moment, really, you know. And, and it made me start thinking, like, in those moments where things are disrupted, like, you know, you plan for a beautiful sunny day at the beach to do baptisms and and all of that. But there was a certain beauty in just that unexpected. Like, it's, it's raining. It's pouring. What are we going to do? You know, something beautiful about just walking out into the water with the pouring rain. And everyone just, you know what? Right now, yes, it may not be the wisest thing to do, but right now, the most important thing to do is to worship God with these baptisms. It was a powerful moment for me. I was like, yeah, I know. If this isn't safe, and no, I would not recommend people do this. And please, by all means, take the young children to safety. But this, you know, there's nothing more important than this right now, especially for these people who are making their faith public. Man. So I was just thinking about, you know, Paul saying there's, there's some beautiful moments in this life. There are. That was a beautiful moment. Not a sunny moment. It was actually a stormy moment, but it'll be a moment we never forget. It'll be one of those just remember. You, do you remember that time? You know, every, all of us have those, hey, remember that time? We have those moments in our lives. Yesterday was a, hey, remember that time? It was a remember that time moment. Remember that time we were wondering if it was going to rain, and it did, really hard, lightning popping in the distance. <laughs> but we just felt like we needed to do this. You remember that time? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> oh, man, but God is good. 
Verse 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Hmm. What's he thanking God for? Their faith in the Lord Jesus and their love for God's people. You got to have both, man. They go together. They really do. If you have a love for God, you're going to have a love for his people. Now, they're family, so they frustrate you. That's how it works, man. You, you, you think about your family members. Do they always do everything you like? Do they embarrass you sometimes? Do they frustrate you sometimes? Do you wish they'd do things different? Sometimes you're like, yeah, that's my family. Oh, yeah, well, that's family. And that's how it is with the body of Christ. And guess what? Sometimes they say that about us. Sometimes they say that about us. Like, yeah, that's my, bro- yeah, that's my brother. Terry, yeah, uh, Terry's my Christian brother. Yeah, he is. He crazy as heck, but he's my Christian brother. Yeah, and some people got to say he's my pastor, and it feel, you ought to really feel bad for them people. They'd be like, yeah, he's my brother. My, uh, yeah, that's my pastor. <laughs> uh, that's my pastor. <laughs> crazy pastor. <laughs> you know, that sounds funny when you say it, and we, we say that on purpose because it does sound crazy pastor. Um, yeah, well, you know, but that's family. When you love the Lord, you love his family. You know, it's the, there's beauty in the imperfection, man. Now, you, you know, if, you're, if, you're the church, if the church, if church, the church family was perfect, guess what? You wouldn't fit in. Hmm? If God's church was perfect, guess what? You wouldn't fit in. Neither would I. But it's all messed up. So I fit right in. <laughs> and so do you. Yeah. We're human, man. God's working on us. And the Ephesians, God was working on them. Paul says, I thank God for you, for your love for the Lord and love for all of his people. Well, guess what? They were, not a, they were not a crispy, clean bunch of people. They had all kind of nonsense going on. And Paul's going to talk about that. But he still loves them. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Yeah so that you may know him better. Man, that's a prayer for all of us, that we would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation, that we would be able to see who Jesus really is, that we would know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Wow, Paul said, I pray that the eyes of your heart might be open, that you might have, have wisdom and revelation, you might know Christ better, and the eyes of your heart would also be open so that you could see this glorious inheritance that God has prepared for the saints. Man, that's my prayer for us today and for you today, that the eyes of your heart, maybe for an instant, would be open and you would see, oh, the glorious inheritance of eternal fellowship, permanent, unbroken fellowship with God along with his beloved people around the throne of Jesus. Hmm. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated, at him, seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. That power that God that was used to raise Jesus from the dead is the 
indescribable power that he has placed in us who believe. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Well, Ephesians is all about um, the centrality of the church. Colossians is about Christ as the head of the church, but Ephesians is about the importance and the centrality of the church and God's redemptive plan. And that God's the center of God's activity is in and through the church. It is. God loves the world, absolutely. And God works in the world. But this, the, the center point of God's saving activity is, 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 um, is centralized in the church. And God has placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. All right, let's pray, you guys. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for a chance to spend some time today with my friends reading your word and hearing what you having to say to us today. Lord, thank you that you have adopted us into your family through the precious blood of Jesus. Lord, I pray that we would, the eyes of our hearts would be opened, that we would see this glorious inheritance that you have for us. Lord, that... Um, that we would sense the immeasurable power that is at work in us through the Holy Spirit because of what you've done. God, I pray your blessing upon my friends today. May you strengthen and encourage and bless them today. May they know of your love and sense your presence with them every step of the way today. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my friends. Thank you so much for being on today. I hope you have a fantastic day. Uh, hope we all stay safe from this storm. Uh, be in prayer for people on the uh, western coast of Florida, including us. And um, probably be back tomorrow, but I don't know. It depends what the storm, what's got to, what kind of preparations have to be going on. But hope to be back on tomorrow. But you guys have a great day. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing this. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.